on today's episode of the Gold Cast, we are going to be focusing on the Warriors, on the Giants, on... Oh, oh, wait, wait, hold on, Raymond, hold on, hold on. I'm looking, breaking news. Really? It says, yeah, it says here, New England is inquiring about Jimmy G. This is your three-team trade, uh, Hope, the one you've been dropping. Screw it, drop everything. We're back on Deshaun Watson, baby. Okay, Deshaun Watson rises again. Back to Deshaun Watson we go. Sorry, Giants. Sorry, Warriors. Uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson just takes up a lot of uh, airtime. He really does. You know, Deshaun Watson is kind of—he uh, is the Michael Myers of trade rumors. Every time you think it's dead, he gets back up and he starts walking towards you. And just like Michael Myers, it's been a very slow walk. Yes, and in the event that he ever gets traded, that's when he will do the infamous Michael Myers head tilt. <laughs> that is. That is when he will do the infamous head tilt. You're absolutely right. All right, Raymond, why don't you let the people know, where can they find us? You can follow us on Instagram at the Goldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at the underscore Goldcast. And you can also subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere that podcasts are syndicated, we can be found. If you do subscribe to us on YouTube, if that's your preferred platform, be sure to leave a like and a comment because that feeds the algorithm. And make sure to hit the little notification bell. That way you get notified. Um, when our episodes go live onto YouTube on the line, as we like to say, that way you are always in the loop. And also, as it applies to comments in the conversation, because we certainly want to get your take on today's topic, which is once again centered around the Deshaun Watson trade rumor. You know, the great part about the Deshaun Watson trade rumor is that it does it does provide ample amounts of of content for us <laughs> yes uh you know i you know it's it was, it's the hugest post we've ever had was it was a was a tweet about the trade between uh, nick bosa and deshaun watson which we talked about last week yeah and, and now and now two other big names have been added into the mix in a trade proposal that we're gonna we're gonna talk about break down and and give our uh give our reactions to so I'd be curious to see what the rest of the audience thinks we all know what they thought about the nick bosa trade but wait till you hear these next two names oh yeah this is a doozy all right folks here we go more deshaun watson rumors the michael myers of trade rumors continues but first the greatest podcast intro in the game is about to drop you could argue that there's halloween is the greatest theme song of all time well then the gold cast is the halloween of podcast intros <laughs> you're professor of fanalism i'm in the building the greatest fanalist in the in the game he's here too classes in session let's go san francisco are you ready this is the gold cast <laughs> Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa Third, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa First, baby. Boom! Raymond, like Michael Myers, these trade rumors just keep coming. There's just one sequel after another after another. Uh, let's start with the some of the the furthest news, but very interesting. You've been talking all off season 
that the best way for this trade to happen is a three-team trade. And the team you proposed was New England. We send Jimmy back to New England. New England sends a first-round pick to Houston. We send a couple first-round picks to Houston, and we get Deshaun Watson. Three-team trade. That's probably the only way Jimmy uh, waves his no-trade clause. Uh, that, and that's probably the only way Deshaun Watson tra- waves his no-trade clause, and we get it done. This is when, what you've been proposing. And then, lo and behold, this Monday morning, New England reached out to San Francisco to inquire about Jimmy G. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. They also apparently require, acquired, uh, inquired about Deshaun Watson. So obviously Nick Casario, who I was on the phone with last week, if you saw last week's episode, you know Raymond got to we we role played that. Uh, they were they were they have a, you know obviously they have a relationship because of New England. And so this is very interesting news. This is very interesting, and uh, this puts in play for the first time uh, ever the possibility of your magical three team trade. Let's talk about this trade. Yeah. So this, or this inquiry. I should say. Well, I mean, this was the one piece that I really felt made the most sense for Jimmy to overlook, you know, well, not overlook, but to waive his no trade clause in his contract uh, because it's somewhere he's familiar with. He knows that defense. He knows the staff. He knows the coaching staff. It wouldn't be very difficult for him to reacclimate to New England because the system. You mean he knows that offense? That offense, yeah. So, I mean, the the – the system that's in place there, he knew that more so than he knew our system, you know, when he came over. I mean, he's still learning our system technically because Kyle Shanahan runs a complicated system and there's new wrinkles in it every season. But at the same time, you know, the the idea of him reacclimating to the Patriots would be seamless, absolutely seamless. So I thought that this was the best third party candidate to join the trade to make a Deshaun Watson move possible. And now that they are, you know, rumored to be inquiring because obviously the Cam Newton project failed. So that means that this is the reality of a Deshaun Watson trade, you know, via the assistance of the New England Patriots is a real, real thing. This was something that I've been on this since the beginning. This is who I think needs in order to make it work in order to make it work without giving up top our top players our top flight players last week it was nick bosa in order to avoid that we need new england to make this happen if we don't get a third trade party partner then we have to uh, we have to possibly explore you know explore the potentiality of giving up somebody like that a high caliber player in exchange because jimmy g's obviously included in that project so that's that's irrelevant but somebody else has to be included in that project yeah in that trade for Houston to think that it's worthwhile. We already know it's going to take multiple first rounders. So the question is like, I think San Francisco gives up some first rounders. New England gets up for, gives up some first rounders too. In other words, we share that cost with new England versus us having to fit the entire bill. So I think this is the best case scenario. So I, it, it kind of gets me excited because I think this is a real possibility. Now this is a total real possibility because now the leverage is, hey, well, if you want Jimmy, we need a quarterback to replace him. So you need to help us get Watson, and then we'll give you Jimmy. Uh, simple as that. But uh, the 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 interesting thing that came out that has nothing to do with the Patriots is Peter King's proposal that also came out today that is talking about what the Niners, what he thinks the Niners could or should 
or could possibly give up in a Deshaun Watson trade that doesn't involve a third team. Yeah, so drop that on us. What exactly does this trade entail? Oh, man. Well, first of all, the New England trade, in my mind, makes perfect sense. It it It's the most it's it mitigates a lot of the costs that have been proposed in some of these ridiculous trades. But again, in the event that New England's not involved in helping us out to help themselves out, we give up basically seven pieces for including Jimmy for one Deshaun Watson. And this, so listen to this. We give up Jimmy Garoppolo to Houston. We give up Fred Warner, Mike McGlinchey, the first rounder this year, and a second round pick in 2020, uh, in 2021. So your first round this year, second round this year, and a third round pick for 2022. In exchange, we get Watson. So three players. um, And three picks. Three players, three picks. So let's see, yeah. First round picks in 2021 and oh, I'm sorry. So first round picks in 2021 and 2022 plus a second round pick in 2021 and a third round pick in 2022 plus three players, including our best tackle outside of Trent Williams and absolutely one of the best inside linebackers in all of football. This is the dumbest trade proposal I've ever heard. This is like this is worse than Nick Wright. <laughs> this is worse than Nick Wright's. Nick Wright's was a three-team trade where we send Russell Wilson to Houston, Nick Bosa to Seattle, and and then Deshaun Watson comes to us. Is that right? That's right, right? That's, that was the trade. Something along those some- lines. It was never the what's what's really pathetic is that it was never written to be taken seriously. It was only written to stir up controversy, which you know helps boost his. Um, his personality and his views uh, online and for the show and those kind of things. It's yeah, it's just ridiculous. His social media posts or something. It was something like that. It was so stupid. We didn't even mention it when it was first proposed, but this one is equally ridiculous. So you're telling me we're going to send, yeah, we're going to send one of the, one of our best defensive players, the quarterback, the quarterback of the defense, the inside linebackers, Fred Warner's the one that makes all those calls on defense. He gets them from Robert Sala and his and the staff, and then he makes the call on the play to get the right formation so they can get the stop. So he's saying that we give up our defensive quarterback and our our best one of our our second best tackle. So we're going to compromise two huge holes, one which is directly tied to Watson and and another one which will indirectly make Watson's job harder because of our inability to get as many stops with Fred Warner in the lineup facilitating the defense. Exactly. That's exactly right. That doesn't make any sense. And then on top of it, we're giving him three picks? And you're getting three picks? Hold on, hold on. Deshaun Watson, he is not Tom Brady. He's not the second coming of Joe Montana. Like, I mean, I don't even understand. Like, there is no world where we are going to send Deshaun Watson out uh, where we are going to get Deshaun Watson from Houston and then send our right tackle to Houston. That doesn't make any sense. Literally the guy who's in charge of protecting him right there. Why would we do that? This is, I don't know what, I don't know what possesses people to do this. I, I do. I do. It's, it's all about, it's just about, it's like you said, it's just about getting the clickbait. It's about having the social media bite for 24 hours. It's about being in the news cycle for right. a hot minute, getting your Instagram and your yeah. Twitter to go to go off. And it's just this trade is so stupid. And John Lynch in his right mind wouldn't wouldn't ever do this. Oh wait. Oh hold on, breaking news. He just did. 
No, I'm just kidding. So he would never, he, he would never do this. He would never actually do this. This yeah. is ridiculous. And Peter King's not really known for clickbaity stuff. He's actually more or less a reasonable guy. He's on Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports. We've seen him on the Pro Football Sports Talk with uh, Mike Florio and Chris Sims. And I like all all of those guys when they're, you know, on the podcast talking about sports and football and the Niners. But this, to me. I feel like this is Peter King's attempt at trying to get himself to trend for a day. And this just falls right into the douchey category of Nick Wright. And so I just, we had to mention it because it's one thing to mention Nick Bosa in a, in a trade proposal, which, uh, with, which, which a friend of the show did, which is a little bit different because he's actually, he was actually genuine in that trade proposal. He wasn't trying to be, you know, clickbaity just with us on on a on a private discussion. That's not how it works. He was trying to say, "Oh, I think you should definitely do this. I think it's worth it." In his opinion, this is just clickbaity, you know, irrelevancy. But uh, you know, obviously enough to get us talking. So I, I guess it I guess it did its job from from a certain perspective, depending on what perspective you have. So, but this is ridiculous, and it is absolutely one hundred percent just like the Nick Wright proposal not going to happen. This is definitely not going to happen. I think the three-team trade is a very real possibility. I do think sending Nick Bosa is a real possibility. Um, I did speak to our father, unofficial fourth member of the Goldcast, Rudy Solis Jr., and he did mention to me that he thought this was a terrible trade, a terrible proposal, that a, de- that a defensive pass rush, he said, offense gets you to the playoffs, defense wins championships. Just look at last, just look at the play, the, the, the Super Bowl this past year. Defense once again won the championship. And, uh, you know, he said, this, this just doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. This is, the, you don't, you do not send Nick Bosa to Houston. He was adamantly against this trade. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I thought there was enough argument in last week's discussion that uh it it mer- it it merit it war- it warranted some merit is what it did it made sense you know what i mean and so it i don't have an issue with it i really don't uh, i would don't want to see him go there but i would understand if the 49ers did decide to make that trade but i'll tell you what there is no world they're going to give up half the squad just for Deshaun Watson and then every first round pick from now till 2035 that doesn't make any sense like this is this is such a poor trade but this also sh- explains Raymond that being a sports journalist doesn't make you a general manager of a football team. <laughs> doesn't mean you're good at yeah. that other job. In fact, and it's, I mean it's, these proposals. It's it's uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But if anything, it just solidifies the reason why you are a writer and not a GM making the big bucks. Yes, and uh, it, it does not make you a GM. And this is you know Nick Wright's proposal, Peter King's proposal. These are all pretty silly. You know, they're they all don't really I, I put them in the yeah, right. Not not really going to. These are Cohen's. These are Cohen's. These are Cohen trade proposals. These are straight up Cohen's. And you know that we don't like to <laughs> we don't like to trip. We don't like to, to we don't like to uh, put ourselves in the folly category of Niner sports talk. But uh, these these trade proposals are definitely what I would call a Cohen, which is uh, the definition is, you know, when you say or do something really stupid as it relates to sports. Uh, and uh, so anyways, not not we all know who that's referencing. Yeah, exactly. But not not my definition. That's just the Webster fact. 
So look it up. That's just, yeah, we can't help. We, we, we just, we just, we just follow Wikipedia just like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I will say this though. Here, here's probably the one nugget that's coming out of this, right? Who keeps, who keeps showing up in these trade rumors over and over and over again? It's always the Niners, right? The Niners, I think secretly behind doors want to make a big play. Uh, but you know, until Nick Casario decides that this is, not going to happen. I mean, I really believe there is a real chance Deshaun Watson sits out this year. I really think it might take that because it looks like Nick Casario is refusing to uh, even entertain a trade. So I know that we've, we've, you know, a lot of people are pretty confident that uh, Deshaun Watson will be, will not be on the, the Texans at the start of this season. I actually am the opposite. I'm starting to believe he is going to be on the team. I mean, it is a long time between now and and August. When preseason begins, it's a long time. But having said that, I just don't see it. I think I think he's gonna. I think he might be forced to sit out. That is the only way he's going to get a trade. You just don't get. You just do not let go of your quarterback. You let go of your quarterback, especially like you're saying, arguably second best in the league. I mean, the team is blown up. We're 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 you already you only won four games with him last year already, and now you're gonna give him up. I, I I don't see it. I think he's going to have to sit out. That's the only way he gets traded. I, I I agree with that. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how much leverage Casario has because you know he's in he's in the eye of a pretty shitty storm right now, and I'm pretty sure he did not sign up, you know, to be the GM in order to be in this kind of predicament, and. Based on the fact that, you know, these players don't know him, they don't have a rapport built up with him, and he's going to have to try and convince them that, you know, he knows which way to go. Even though all the players are saying, you know, Deshaun, do you, you know, like, this is what you wanted. This is what the support you wanted. You're not getting it. You know, even though we'd love to stay here and you're our leader, you got to do you. Players will always support players at the end of the day, no matter what. So they're going to back up Deshaun before they back up Nick Casario. And because he's a brand new GM coming in this brand new situation and you got a player that has a no trade clause that wants out, you know, I, I just feel like he has most of the cards right now and he can really, when push comes to shove, I feel like Deshaun Watson is the one that can get a trade happen before the need for a sit out. It's just a question of if he's going to, you know, cause we know from his camp, you know, we know that the Niners are already in the, are, are a top candidate for him to go. We rumor came out that he thought that this would be an intriguing place for him to land. We know that the jets are not even in his wheelhouse, according to his camp, that it's not, is not a consideration. We know the Rams are out of that mix because they got Matthew Stafford. We know that Detroit is out of that mix because they got Jared Goff. We know that Indianapolis Colts are out of that mix because they just got Carson Wentz. We know that Philadelphia is going to probably try and experiment with their new court, the young quarterback that they have over there. I even forget his name. That's how irrelevant he is. We know Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. There you go. Thank you. We know that uh, Tampa Bay has Tom Brady. They just won. They're not going anywhere. We know Ben Roethlisberger probably going to come back. It's always a little back and forthy before the end of the season. But the fact that he started eleven and zero and was just mere, you know, was just multiple defensive injuries away from really kind of solidifying themselves as a bona fide AFC contender before injuries just kind of really took the took the wind out of their sail. That was what really ended them. It wasn't that just they're inefficient or, or not as good as the record suggested. They just got caught up by injuries. If they can stay healthy, you've got a solid team there. So and I think I think 
Roethlisberger is going to come back, so I don't think that's going to be a big deal. Drew Brees, however, is expected to retire soon, so that will be a big deal. But you have Taysom Hill there, who is the next next guy in line. You have Jameis Winston over there, although I really think they're going to want to stick with Taysom Hill. They they drafted him for a purpose, uh, you know. They they he's been touted as being the next Steve Young, although that's a really difficult shoe to fill. And uh, so we'll see how that pans out. But to me, I think like the Niners are really kind of as time goes on, the Niners become brighter and brighter and brighter as the destination point for Deshaun Watson. Now that New England is in the mix rumor as inquiring about quarterbacks because they want to find a different option that's better than Cam Newton, which is a great idea. I think they absolutely should. Jimmy is the perfect fix for that. So it's now it's a time will tell thing. I think it is a time will tell thing. It really is. I, I will say this and I'm going to tell this, right? I'm talking to you directly Goldcast uh, empire before we get out of here. If it doesn't happen, it's fine. Jimmy G is a very good quarterback. Do not believe. Don't get into the hype that all of a sudden if we don't get to Sean Watson. We're going to suck next year. We are not going to suck. The entire team is back healthy and ready to go. Don't think for one second that this, if you think for one second this team is not going to be sitting there at, at, at the top of the NFC West at number one, you are tripping. I do not care about Matt Stafford. The Goldcast, our official stance, we do not care about Matt Stafford. And you know what? When Nick Bosa sacks him and he, and he hurts his back and he's out for eight weeks, you're going to understand why we didn't trade for him. We're going to be fine. The Niners are going to be fine. And, uh, and whether or not this happens or not, we'll be fine. But hey, you know what? Sure gives us a hell of a lot of content right now in the offseason, so I can't be too mad about it. <laughs> All right, so let us know in the comments, folks. Does the New England inquiry put us in position for Raymond's three-team trade proposal? Or does it go back to the to the Nick Bosa thing? Which one is more likely? Right, the King's ransom, the King's ransom that they're going to want from the 49ers if they are the lone trade partner. Mm-hmm. So let us know in the comments. Go to youtube.com slash the gold cast and let us know. All right, folks, we will be back later on in the week. We promise we will get to the other teams. <laughs> this is just, <laughs> yeah. this stuff is, uh, stuff is big. And, you know, Goldcast, we are a 49er-centric podcast. That's the team that comes first. And judging by what you guys like and what you guys comment on, you guys agree with that too. All right. And so concludes another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III. And with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. Boom. We'll see you next time. Same Gold Cast time, same Gold Cast channel. This is, this is the Gold Cast.